Blog Talk Radio. Live. Worldwide. Deliverance. With your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next few minutes, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you are about to experience Deliverance. After teaching for a few hours in this is this this took place in Australia, I encountered some vicious, vicious evil spirits that were holding many in the meeting hall in captivity. After teaching for a few hours and leading everyone in holy communion, I began to minister to those held captive by Satan. As I'd led everyone to break the curse of Freemasonry, to remove spiritual nooses. Now, spiritual nooses are common in Freemasonry. A man, perhaps in his 50s, began to violently choke. The demons were rising up and were no doubt trying to kill him. Immediately, I went to him and began to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. A spirit named Rage surfaced. I mean, he was furious, my friends, with me. He and many other demons spoke out of this man who I'll just refer to as Len. We really hate you. Do you understand this? We really hate you. That's what the demons were saying as they were surfacing. I think it's good to get the attention of the enemy. It's my desire to shake things up spiritually. And on this particular night in in, uh, in Australia, on this night, things in the spiritual realm were shaken up. There's many of us, and we are not leaving. We are staying. We have been here for thousands of years. And this is something we come across all the time, not only in Australia, but throughout the nations of the world, on all six continents, as I've traveled in so many different nations, it's in conducting ministry, confronting demons. I hear the demons boasting, gleefully announcing that they have been in, in the bloodline for thousands of years in Australia. We consistently was, we were seeing this take place. Deliverance after deliverance, meeting after meeting. Demons boasting how they had been in the bloodline, or bloodlines, I should say, for thousands of years. Last night, or a couple nights ago, or even last night, here in Pasadena, California, as we were conducting private sessions last night, and then a few nights ago, the Jesus Church Weekly, our weekly Jesus Church services here in Pasadena, which I would highly recommend if you're anywhere in Southern California, or anywhere for that matter, fly in, drive in, take a bus, take a train, get to Southern California, get to one of our Jesus Church meetings. God is doing something very special in our midst. Souls are being set free. Souls being saved, rescued, healed, cured. And souls are being caught up into the third heaven and meeting the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
But even on Sunday night here in, in uh, Pasadena, we dealt with an ancient idolatrous spirit named Stone God. He had been in the bloodline for more than a thousand years, a millennium. Think of that. A millennium, he had been there for a thousand years because her ancestors, this woman's ancestors, the lady we were ministering to that had this spirit called Stone God, had been there for a thousand, actually 1,300 years, a thousand, three hundred years, a long time, my friends. Nobody had come along to cast this demon out. But thank God we were able by God's grace and mercy and power to drive out Stone God. He crumbled in our midst. The holy angels were present. It was a powerful demonstration of God's power and of his love. Jesus Christ came out victorious. Jesus Christ prevailed. Stone God had been there for 1,300 years. Nobody had digged that deep to get to that idolatrous spirit rooted in her ancestors' evils when it came to the realm of worship. They were performing false worship, appeasing false gods and goddesses. Her ancestors honored the stone god. And as a result of honoring the stone god, evil spirits came into the bloodline and had been just passing through the generations without any opposition. But this past Sunday, those stone gods were driven out in the name of Jesus Christ. We saw the same thing in Australia and everywhere we go. But these ancient spirits that are holding on to ancient curses, meaning that ancestors, because of their evil, because of, of their idolatrous practices, it brings satanic powers in the blood, and the family blood. And from one generation to the next, they are passed down, and somebody has to come along to stop it. Well, at the Jesus Church, we break generational curses, we break ancient curses, we break idolatrous curses in the name of Jesus Christ by the power of the blood of Jesus. And we need to see the churches doing more of this. But it begs the question, are ancient curses affecting you? Are they affecting your, your life in some manner? People often ask me, how, how can they affect you? Well, I can't begin to give you a list. That can affect you multidimensionally, meaning they can bring sicknesses. If they, Look, demons are nefarious, my friends. They're wicked. They will bring sicknesses, pains, afflictions. They will attack you multidimensionally, meaning your, your composition is much more than just a body. If they get into your blood, they'll attack you physically, or maybe perhaps they'll attack you mentally. Maybe they'll attack you emotionally, spiritually in some fashion. These wicked spirits that are attaching to ancient curses as a believer. Now, I, I get the fact they cannot touch your spirit nature because your spirit nature has been what? Raised to be with Christ in the heavenly realms, but, they, but your body is here on earth. And who's the God of this age according to the Bible? In 2 Corinthians 4, the God of this age is Satan, is the devil, is our adversary. And you better believe he wants to attack God's people because we are the threat. We are the threat. Because we have the power, we have the authority to drive him out. And his minions, his henchmen, his fellow spirits, we have the power. He's threatened. He's nervous. He's intimidated. But yet he would like to, for you to believe otherwise. But ancient curses are for real. 
and I asked the question, are ancient curses affecting you? That's exactly what I want to discuss today on Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next few minutes or so exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friend. God has bestowed upon this global mission an extraordinary ability to gently guide individuals into the heavenly realms where thousands are encountering the risen Jesus and experiencing numerous heavenly wonders. We have, perhaps, created the world's largest video collection of testimonies of those being caught up into the third heaven and experiencing the joys, the wonders, and the glories of God's heavens. These thrilling videos from around the world demonstrate that God loves and cares for us. Taste of His powers at jbartlettmissions.com Heavenly experiences are for real. Watch and see at jbartlettmissions.com You are listening to another thrilling edition of Deliverance with Jay Bartlett. These compelling podcasts are transformative, astounding, and inspiring. Lives are being encouraged, empowered, healed, restored, and liberated. Take a moment and support this global mission with a donation at jbartlettmissions.com. Visit the donate page and consider giving a recurring monthly donation. That's jbartlettmissions.com or call us at 877-483-5519. Thank you for your support to keep this worldwide mission alive. chapter 23, one of illegitimate birth, writes Moses, shall not enter the assembly of the Lord even to the tenth generation. None of his descendants shall enter the assembly of the Lord. Isn't that fascinating? How evil can be transmitted. The effects of evil. The effects of curses can be transmitted through the bloodline, through the generations, and be dumped into the present generation, into your life. Especially if you're a committed, dedicated believer in Jesus Christ, you're the target. So evil can be, and the effect of curses, the effects of evil can be passed on, as we see throughout Scripture. And I remember that, that in that meeting in Australia, the demons were furious because I was confronting generational evil. There's many of us, when we're not leaving, we have stay and we have been here for thousands of years, the demon boasted. Not only was a spirit of rage present, but many others. And I had the holy angels of God escort this demonized man up to the front of the meeting hall. And I began to confront the evil spirits. We did that this past Sunday here in Pasadena, California. I asked for the angels to greatly assist, and they brought out their hammers, their spears, their swords, and they hammered the evil spirits and helped us drive out the evil. Many ancient curses were exposed in this woman that we ministered to and in that man in Australia. 
And some of the curses that we dealt with in this man include the ancient curse of murder. This was rooted in his ancestors' ancestors' evil acts of clubbing children to death. That's what the demons had said. Clubbing children to death. The ancient curse of cannibalism. This was rooted in his ancestors' extreme evil of not only killing little ones, but also cutting them up and eating them. The curse of cannibalism was being held by a demon named Moloch, which you read about in the Old Testament. The ancient curse of worshipping death, which his Scandinavian ancestors participated in thousands of years ago. The ancient curse of running to evil that his ancestors perpetually participated in. Evil acts such as idol worship, temple prostitution, Satanism, blood sacrifices, ritualistic death, murder, witchcraft, and so much more. As you could see, Len's life was filled with ancestral curses. And ancient demonic spirits hell-bent on destroying him, knowing I was encountering some very powerful spirits. I fought in the power of the Holy Spirit. As Moloch is generally a strong man within the demonic realm. It's interesting, in Leviticus chapter 18, it refers to this vile demon god named Moloch that the ancients worshipped and offered child sacrifice to. Now it's interesting, the root word of Moloch can be understood as meaning king. Moloch is indeed a highly ranked spirit within the kingdom of darkness. I mean, historical pictures of this specific demon god are ugly. I've seen them, perverse, disgusting. And I'm telling you, my friends, this very spirit is in many of you because your ancestors participated in various kinds of blood sacrifices. It's very much alive, this demon. Very active in our modern day. Working powerfully. We are here because Len's ancestors offered babies and children to me, Moloch, informed me. We will not leave. Well, with that statement, I immediately call upon the holy angels of God. Many of them flew into the sanctuary of the church I was meeting at and assisted me. I had them pull their swords out, and they struck Moloch, causing him great pain, weakening him greatly. One powerful angel of God stood in front of me and pulled out a very long spear that I sprinkled the blood of Jesus upon. The angel pierced the demons, and they reacted with moans and groans. Powerful reaction to the angelic hosts that were present on this night. You know, Moloch and all the demons of cannibalism were working together, battling me. Took off their many layers of armor, disarmed the spirits of darkness for they possessed many spiritual weapons. And they were also, it was interesting, connecting with other demons within the room too. I dealt with those demons, especially those within the young man who came with his father, who had actually dabbled within the realms of the Illuminati. He confessed to actually having called upon Lucifer at one point. The demons within this man caused his mouth to gape open like a, like I've rarely seen before. It was strange, but yet insidious. Many demons were expelled. However, more work needed to be accomplished. And it was just sad to see so many others in the meeting hall 
that were deeply demonized and needing relief in Jesus' name. However, that's why we were in Australia, to intervene. But my concern remains even to this day, the needs are immense. There's just not enough trained, and that's why we have developed one of the world's largest training equipping centers. I mean, it's, it's very unique in, in the fact that we teach disciples how to cast out evil spirits, how to heal the sick, how to expel soul invaders, witches, warlocks, sorcerers, how to raise the dead, how to extract satanic devices like fiery darts and and other things that Satan utilizes to, to harm individuals. This is a very unique training center, global training center that I would encourage you to be a part of, ifreedomfighter.com, ifreedomfighter.com. And I would encourage you to be a part of one of the world's largest training centers. Man, that's why I developed the Freedom Fighter Global Training Center, to equip disciples how to effective, effectively minister to the captives. At one point, Moloch and the spirits of Freemasonry, who had surfaced, confessed to having ropes, chains, and other devices within and around Len to keep him in bondage. I began to systematically remove the chains, the ropes, and so much more off of him. They came off. Sometimes, though, with a battle. And I also sensed Len had been blindfolded by the Spirit. So I began to confront that element. No, we must keep the blindfold on him, the Spirit's revealed to me. As they moved away from me, as they didn't want to take off the blindfold. In Masonic tradition and ritualism, blindfolds are employed, thus allowing demons to hold and to bring forth spiritual blindfolds to bring about elements of mind control. I've actually attended Masonic rituals as a child where this was actually participated in. I've witnessed my own family years ago, before coming to know Jesus Christ, participating in these evil ceremonies. I placed some holy anointing oil upon my hand and took off the blindfolds as the spirits shrieked. The blindfold dissolved. There was also a rope around his waist. And this kind of rope is often utilized in Masonic rituals, which I have also witnessed before my very own eyes in mystical ceremonies. That was also removed in Jesus' name. Other chains and pains were removed from his body and soul nature. As you can see, my friends, there is complexity to this. It takes time at at, at, there on, on occasion, it does take time to unravel. The enemy constructs spiritual infrastructures to keep souls in bondage. As the people of God, we have the responsibility to demolish strongholds. By doing so, brings release and liberation to those enslaved to demon powers. Moloch and the many other demons that held on to many of his little heart parts of his heart. They were holding his brokenness. Moloch, many other demons, 
They were holding on to parts of his broken heart. And these these broken heart parts were released in the name of Jesus Christ, including a little one, age seven, who spoke to me and cried, I was slapped. Because the little one was slapped, Len's heart broke, bringing forth an element of dissociation. All these parts were taken to Jesus for healing. I also encountered an ancestral dissociative identity that was enslaved to paganism, that was birthed in the first century. He wanted to stay within the body, with the demon attached to him. Obviously, he wasn't allowed to. He was sent to Jesus. And now, during this most interesting exorcism, when I pulled out my sacred cross, the cross of deliverance, the demons flinched and were greatly weakened by its supernatural powers. Whenever they, whenever they would, would touch it or be near it, they grew considerably weaker. My friends, they were petrified of the cross. The cross of Jesus Christ is power. We're not touching that cross. It's a sword. It will cut us. No way are we touching that cross, the demons inform me. Obviously, I forced the demons to hold my cross, thus weakening them greatly. At one point, they fell to the ground by its overwhelming power. And the Holy Spirit that was within me in fullness, the fire that was employed, the fire of God to destroy the ancient curses and to destroy the demons. I, mean, I could go on and on sharing the remarkable stories of God's amazing powers being displayed, not only in Australia, but throughout the world. And God is wanting to demonstrate his power to assist you, to get you free from those ancient curses that hold you in captivity that holds you in captivity, that's affecting your life, your quality of life in some manner. It's time to get free. It's time to be released from these ancient curses and the evils that accompany these curses. Are you ready? Are you ready to be set free from the ancient curses? I want to help you. I'll be right back after this brief intermission, to pray with you in the name of Jesus Christ. of Deliverance with Jay Bartlett. These compelling podcasts are transformative, astounding, and inspiring. Lives are being encouraged, empowered, healed, restored, and liberated. Take a moment and support this global mission with a donation at jbartlettmissions.com. Visit the donate page and consider giving a recurring monthly donation. That's jbartlettmissions.com or call us at 877-483-5519. Thank you for your support to keep this worldwide mission alive. 
God has bestowed upon this global mission an extraordinary ability to gently guide individuals into the heavenly realms where thousands are encountering the risen Jesus and experiencing numerous heavenly wonders. We have, perhaps, created the world's largest video collection of testimonies of those being caught up into the third heaven and experiencing the joys, the wonders, and the glories of God's heavens. These thrilling videos from around the world demonstrate that God loves and cares for us. Taste of His powers at jbartlettmissions.com Heavenly experiences are for real. Watch and see at jbartlettmissions.com I'm Jay Bartlett. Thank you for taking a few moments to be with us as we discuss the whole subject of ancient curses affecting you. Are these curses, the destructive curses, bringing an element of sabotage, death, captivity, mentally, emotionally, physically? Are you being sabotaged, your family? You individually, it seems like you can't progress. You can't go, you can't move forward. I have good news for you. Jesus is the answer. He's the solution. And he can set you free. He can actually heal. And he can heal your mind, your heart, your body. He loves you. And he cares for you so deeply. He's a compassionate savior. He's tender. He's kind. And even now, he wants to save you. And perhaps you're listening to this podcast and you don't know this Jesus Christ. You don't know this Savior that I speak of. Jesus says you must repent or you will likewise perish. Why not turn to the loving Savior today? Open your life to him. Open your life to him. Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him. Right now, I'd like for you to surrender to Jesus Christ, who who's the only one who has the power to set you free from ancient curses. The blood that he shed, the crucifixion, his death has the power to defeat all evil. In Hebrews chapter 2, in the New Testament, given a promise. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same that through death, he might destroy him 
who has the power of death. That is the devil. And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Only Jesus Christ and through his death, his blood atonement, for that blood provides a gateway to eternal life, to fellowship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's all, and the scripture is so clear. We have defeated Satan by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. I'd like for you to embrace him, the Savior. Call upon him. He loves you. He rose again from the dead. And the scriptures tell us so clearly, if we just confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. In your spirit nature, you, you can be saved from ancient curses that affect you. Now, I would encourage you to get to one of our meetings, get to one of our seminars and missions, so you might receive deeper deliverance, because there's no doubt demons deeply embedded in you, holding on to ancient curses in your body and in your soul, but at the very least, your spirit, which is going to live on for all eternity with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, can be set free from the bondage of ancient curses. Call upon him. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, please have mercy. Be gracious to me. Cleanse me. Purify me. I invite you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, to come into my life to cleanse me, to purify me. I promise to serve you for the rest of my life. I repent and turn from evil and what my ancestors did, the idolatrous practices, the false worship of gods and goddesses. And I declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus is Lord. And I speak to you my brother, my sister, command that ancient spirit that has brought forth these ancient evils, ancient pains and curses in your life and your bloodline to go. Come out in the authority of Jesus Christ. Release their minds, their hearts, their bodies. Now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Well, my friends... Some of you are feeling that release. Spiritual liberation and freedom. If you need some help, get to our website, jbartlandmissions.com. We want to help you. We want to assist and intervene in your life to see you restored, healed, and delivered. I bless each and every one of you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. been a production of the Good News Podcasting Network, based in sunny Southern California. Feel free to contact for more information on the Deliverance Podcast at jbartlettmissions.com or call us at 877-483-5519.